No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Hey, everyone. Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp, happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available and spots are extremely limited. So visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Everybody, what's going on? Hey now, No Simple Road family. What's happening, everybody? Uh, this is Aaron. I'm actually by myself right now. Uh, one of the few times that I sit down to record without Mel and Apple with me, I got to admit, it's um, it's a little weird without having the two of them here. They're both at work. And um, yeah, I, I've been thinking about doing something 
with No Simple Road for a while now, and I figured that today would be a perfect time to uh, cut it loose, so to speak. Yeah, you know, I'm working from home. I work in my studio. You know, as I go through the day, a lot of times I'll think about stuff that I want to talk about on the show. And uh, when we get to the intro, you know, later on in the week, when we record on the weekends and stuff, then I have completely forgotten what I wanted to talk about or what I wanted to say or the thing that was on my mind. And then it's gone. And then the next week rolls around. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wanted to talk about this, that or the other thing. And we sit down to record and poof. There it goes. So um, I was thinking, you know, since I'm here anyway, when those thoughts rise, I can just walk five feet across the room, turn on the mic and and talk to you guys. So, yeah, that's what this is. There, There's no guest. This is me just rapping to you today, uh, sharing a little bit of what's going on in my head. And, um, yeah, I, I know that uh, a good many of our listeners are uh, headed to the gorge right now. A lot of you are arriving today. It's Thursday. So a lot of you are arriving today. A bunch of you are getting there tomorrow. You know, I thought it'd be cool to ride in the car with you as you uh, head on up to the pilgrimage to the gorge. It's going to be an amazing weekend of music and gathering. You know, this is the probably the biggest event that's happened on the West Coast in quite a while. And uh, that's no small thing. Like, you know... You all know from listening to the show, Mel and I just went to Hershey to see fish. You know, that's the East Coast has been popping off for a little while. But out here on the West, man, things, um, you know, are just barely getting started again. And it's a bumpy ride, man. And uh, so this is a super special, illustrious kind of a occasion for the musical community, this family, this weekend. There's people that we haven't seen in almost two years that are going to be out at the gorge, you know, doing the thing. You know, I, I know that, uh, there's a lot of people that don't listen to every episode and there's some things that we've talked about over the past few months that, uh, have been on in my mind and Mel's mind, Apple. I wanted to just like have one place that it all like was put back together because, you know, when you listen to the intros, we'll talk about stuff and it's kind of disconnected because it's, you know, week to week. And, um, sometimes the message can get lost. So I wanted to just reiterate a couple of things that we'd been thinking about as a family, uh, for you guys. So, you know, as we head into this weekend, like I said, it's a, it's super special. The pandemic did serve a really good purpose in, in a lot of ways for me. It, uh, it helped me to realize how vital and important live music is. Uh, not like I didn't know that before. Obviously, we do a live music podcast, so it's, it is important to us. But not having it around for 18 months really made me feel it on a different level than I ever, ever did before. It, it really emphasized the sacred nature of the thing that we all do together. It really is an opportunity for us to reset ourselves and uh, have fun. 
which is really both of those things right now, man, are really badly needed. Like a lot of us have been operating from a place of fear and insecurity, myself included. And I know that going to the shows that I've gone to so far this year have really served to make my head better. They really did help my perspective change and, and, uh, help me to see things a lot more clearer. Cause you know, when you're alone with yourself and your thoughts, that's all you have, man. And that maze can get crazy fucking weird. And it becomes this like inescapable labyrinth that you get lost in sometimes and heading back out and being with the family and hearing the frequencies hit my ears and my chest and my skull and my bones. Like it really did shake that rust off and help me to just be more clear and to hear my inner voice more succinct. That's why I say that the sacred nature of what we do was re-impressed on me through its absence. And also, man, like, I don't know about you guys out there, but like, I never... I never experienced like shows getting canceled maybe once or twice because somebody got ill or something like that. But stuff getting canceled, postponed, that wasn't part of our world. Like when you saw a show get announced, that was it. You're going to that fucking show. And the landscape that we're in right now, everything is tentative. The last couple of weeks, man, ever since Hershey, I was like, just pray, man, please don't let fucking fish get canceled. Nothing is, is for sure right now. And so every single show that we have the opportunity to go to is a huge gift. It's a huge gift to be able to do this right now. I know that I didn't see it like that before. I guess I kind of took it for granted that live music and gathering with the family was a thing that we just did. It was ubiquitous. We, that's what we do, you know? And having it gone and now having things tentative and weird, it really, really like set in stone in me that gratitude for this thing and the opportunity that we have to come together is super important. And, um, it's a, it's magic. It's magic what we all do together. I mean, those of us that have been to, you know, some, some of you out there have been to hundreds of shows And over time, it can just seem like, yeah, this is just another day, another three-day run at the Gorge or another summer tour or this, that, or the other thing. But it's, it's not. Things have changed. It's different now. We're all different. We've all gone through something unprecedented. That's the only word that comes to mind when I think about the last 19 months is None of us ever went through any shit like that before. And you don't go through something like that and not change, right? I mean, for good or ill, one way or the other, you're going to come out the other side of that thing different than when you went in. And I guess that's what I'm doing right now is sharing with you a little bit of how I see things differently coming through the other side of this and, and hoping that like, we as a no simple road family can like find common ground in that place because the inner voice that I have, the whatever that is that communicates 
from outside of my intellect is much louder than it was before last year. It feels like there's a tide rising, not in a negative way, not in any kind of like, uh, you know, apocalypse. I'm not talking about any shit like that. I'm just saying like with a con in reference to consciousness, it, there's a, there's a rising going on. There's, there's something raising. And so, you know, we're part of this amazing musical family. And like I was saying in the intro from earlier this week, when we did the intro for Skerrick, our family does this peculiar brand of magic. There is a certain thing that we all do when we're together, whether it's you just being there partying and being a part of the energy and the frequencies that are going around that place, or you're conscious of it and participating in it willingly and actively. Those two things don't, don't matter. You're still part of it, whether you have realized it or not, or you talk yourself out of it. Like I used to do, you're part of that flow and going back after 19 months, I really felt like impressed on me the importance of not going the same way I used to go. And, and I had to really sit with that and like, think about what it meant. I think it all has to do with intention. Look, I'm not telling anybody how to do their trip, man. I'm just sharing with you guys where I'm at and the things that have been going on in my head because I happen to have this platform and yeah, I mean, that's what we do. But for me, man, I, I felt like just approaching this, like, like another dinner or a, another Saturday afternoon or another three, three day run was not doing justice to the amount of gratitude that I should have for being able to do the thing. So I really did have to sit with that. Like how, what does that mean to approach it differently, man? Like I've done this thing for so long. That's, that's what I know. And you know, what I've come to at least figure out for myself is like just having a little bit of intention, a little bit more intention when I step on that lot of like spreading love, being a, a conduit for like bringing together, not spreading any division and also like really focusing on connecting our community because one of the things that's happened over the past year is that we've all disconnected from each other in physically. And what that does to our consciousness is not good. You know, I mean, yeah, technology is amazing and I couldn't be talking to you right now without it, but you know, connecting over zoom and all those things are awesome, but it's not the same as like being with somebody being able to look into their eyes and feel the feeling of that person in the room with you and sharing space. I guess that's the, the thing that I'm getting at. Like it's different than sharing space. We're going to be sharing space this weekend with thousands of our brothers and sisters in that space. I want to be an Island of calm and connection for the family that's around us. That's not something that, that I like, brought with me before intentionally. I mean, that may have happened in the past, despite my best efforts to be a flailer, but it has been more apparent than ever that that's what's needed right now. Look, man, let's be honest. Fish didn't have to tour right now. 
there's a lot going on and a lot of bands are calling it right now. You know, widespread just called it cheese, just called it. And they're doing a service for this community. So we, as the family owe it to them, they're putting their shit on the line too, man. And so to come in with a little more intention and gratitude in our hearts as we go forward into this is, uh, I think that's like having respect for the thing that, um, has given all of us so much. And I'm not, look, I'm not reading anybody, the riot act, not saying we haven't done that before. I'm just calling out like something, something new that maybe we can pay attention to that will like up the game for all of us and make this even better than it already was. And also man, like, what is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. Speaking about practicing a peculiar kind of magic, a lot of I've heard a lot of people refer to shows as their church or their ritual. You know, there's a certain way that we all get down. And going into that with that too, with a little more intention of like, hey man, let's take these vibes that we have that are so magical that we keep going back over and over again and you know sweating and tense and you know shitting in porta potties that's how how important it is to to go do the thing that vibe that we're all experiencing that synchronization of the collective consciousness telepathy whatever you want to call it whatever's happening communion that isn't local that's not just local to the gorge yeah, that is the entry point. That's the, the, the funnel for that stuff coming through into this world. But if we as a community were to like intentionally focus that energy out to do some healing in our community, in our families, in our friends' lives, just to even have that thought while you're there, boogieing is incredibly powerful and then multiply that by your friends your crew and all the other crews that are there doing the same thing I really feel like that ripple that happened that would happen because of that can go out and start to create change in the world around us I never really thought about it like that prior to everything that happened I would go and have the experience and it was completely personal. Yeah, I would bring the feeling back with me from there and try and spread it. But I never thought of like actively focusing on it while we're there doing the thing. It never really occurred to me. I know that if we were to do that, something incredible can happen. And the more of us there are that are active conduits for that thing intentionally each night, the larger that ripple becomes until it's a wave. And, you know, we may never even see the result of that thing. It's not about the result. It's about the intention and putting the energy out there. I know that this family is incredibly gifted, man. 
and that there's there's so many of you that are <clears throat> just powerhouse empaths and telepaths and just connected on such a deep level with the universe. I just want to see us go in there with a, with a little more in our pocket. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Both figuratively and metaphorically. It's really important right now. There's, there's a lot of division out there. There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of anger um, and a lot of confusion. And this is the antidote. At least it has been for me. And it's important. It's more important than I think we even can comprehend. Getting together and celebrating in in the face of what's going on is medicine. And not just medicine for us. It's medicine for everything that's happening right now. Shit, man. I Things are weird. I never worried about shows getting canceled. I never saw artists that I look up to and, and enjoy seeing posting about getting some disease. I, it's not been part of our trip, but here we are. And so let's, let's go in there and, and like give back a little bit of ourselves with a little more intention, a little more gratitude and with love being the main focus. Cause that's, that's what pushes the darkness back is the love. And I feel like as a human collective, we may have lost sight of that. It's, it's about who's right and who's wrong right now and whose beliefs make more sense and this, that, and the other thing. And it really is all about love. We just need to keep that in our sights. So yeah, that's my sermon <laughs> for today. I, I don't know, man, it's just been on my mind and, and I felt the need to share it with you. And, uh, I, I hope that everybody's having a blast driving up. And if you're leaving tomorrow, I can't wait to see you guys. We get, we're going to get up there tomorrow afternoon late. We're, we're not going to make it in time for the show tomorrow, but we'll be there all weekend after that. Like I've said in the intro, uh, on Tuesday, I think we're going to be posting on Instagram. I'll drop a pin at the space where we can all meet up and we can all go into the show together. Uh, part of my thought was, you know, the more of us that hook up before the show, the, the bigger ripple we can make as a, as a no simple road family. So that would be cool. There, there's so many of you coming that like we haven't seen in a long time that I'm getting DMS and, and texts and messages and I look, we all know it gets nuts once you get on the lot and it gets doubly nuts once you start trying to get into the show and you, you lose track and you forget and whatever. So I just want to make a spot like, Hey, this is the spot where we're all going to meet up, you know, 15 minutes before showtime and find a spot together. So yeah, man. Um, I hope you all know how much Mel Apple and I love you guys and how important you are to us and how exciting it is for us to be here again on the West coast, going to gather together and do the thing that we love to do so much with all of you and, and the bands. And it's a, it's a huge fucking honor and a gigantic relief to, to know that we're heading out to see all of you guys. Uh, I can't, I can't wait to hug you and, and say hi and high five and, you know, do, do our thing. So yeah, 
I love you guys. We'll see you in a couple days. Everybody travel extra safe. Make sure you hydrate out there. Safety third. And we'll be back in a little bit. Peace. We love you. tell you about the April May 2023 issue of Relics magazine features a Dave Matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks Relics. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant, evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday.